Stop overthinking it. There's no more debate. Sam Howell is him. And if you still got questions, I've got the answers right here on your Daily Commanders update for 14 November. Let's go. Greetings and salutations and welcome to your Daily Commanders update here on Ref the District. I am the Stoner. We are a proud member of the Believe Network. Do us a favor. Before we get into all this, hit that like button. Hit that subscribe button. Tell your friends all that. If you're listening to us on your audio device, on your phone, whatever, make sure you leave a rating and review. All of that stuff helps us out. And make sure you comment wherever it is. Leave a comment about this video, about any of our videos, because we do like to hear from you. We want your voice heard just as much as our voices on here. And last thing before we get into all the Sam Howell defense, Cameron Cheeseman even, maybe we'll talk about a little bit. Let's talk about Bet Online. They're a huge sponsor of this show and of the Believe Network. And so if you get a chance, download that app on your phone or on your mobile device. If you do, if you're a new person to it, you can go in and you will get a 50% welcome bonus. So if you put in 100 bucks to start with and you're new to Bet Online, they'll give you 50% of that. So they'll give you 50 bucks for free that you can bet with. Because look, you can bet on all the different sports, college basketball, uh, 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 NBA, NHL, uh, NFL, college football, women's college basketball, um, baseball, winter league, UFC, all of that. So do us a favor, use that code believe B L E A V to get that 50% welcome package and do that today. Head on over to, uh, either bet online or go to and download their app. Um, at the bet online app. Let's get into it. That stuff's out of the way. Let's talk about what we want to talk about. We want to talk about Sam Howell, right? You got questions. Most of you don't. Most of you are pretty much sold that Sam Howell is the guy. But if you're a doubter, and look, I get it. I was once a doubter. I was not a Sam Howell guy at the beginning of the at the beginning of the offseason. I said, look, Sam Howell, he's a fifth round pick. And I know people hate when you say he's a fifth round pick. That's such an excuse. Well, that's a faster way of giving all the explanations of why he was a fifth-round pick. There were reasons he was a fifth-round pick. But he's obviously overcome all of those sort of issues that he may have had, and that's why he dropped to the fifth round. But look, I was that guy. I said, I don't think he can be the future. Then I watched him in training camp. Then I watched him in the preseason, and I said, whoa, whoa, whoa wait a minute. My mind has changed on Sam Howell. I think he can be the guy. And now after 11 starts, when you count last year's final game against the Cowboys, 11 career starts, he's him. It's over. It's it's like a, a heavyweight bout, and you just keep punching the guy in the face and punching him and punching him. Like, keep punching him in the face saying, I'm going to give you this stat and that stat and this stat and this video and this film and this background. And then finally, it's over. It's a knockout. It's a TKO. Stop overthinking it. Sam Howell is the guy. Sam Howell is him. He is the the now for the Washington Commanders. He is the future of the Commanders as the quarterback. So let's get into some of it if you still have some doubts. I'm just going to throw a whole bunch of great stats out there for you. First of all, let's talk about Sam Howell leads the NFL with 788 yards and six touchdown passes in the fourth quarter. He leads the entire NFL in that category. 
He has the ninth highest QBR in the fourth quarter. And he's second in the number of times sacked. So when it's crunch time, Sam Howell steps up. You want to say, well, the commanders are always behind and they're always throwing the ball, which may possibly be the case, but he's being successful at it. And so he's doing a great job in the fourth quarter. So there's a stat for you. Twice this season, Sam Howell has led the team to a game-tying drives at the end of the fourth quarter, only to have the defense let him down at the end. One uh, against Philadelphia and then one here this last week against Seattle. We'll get to the defense, but he's done it twice where he scored basically at the end of the game. You remember the Philly game when he scored on on the fourth down to Jahan Dotson and then a sick pass. That was that one that the defense let them down. And then this one against Seattle when they scored with 53 seconds left on that unbelievable throw to De'Ami Brown. Stop overthinking it. He's him. Here's some more stats. Games with 275-plus passing yards in their first 11 games. Patrick Mahomes did it 9 out of 11. Justin Herbert, 8. Kurt Warner and Andrew Luck, 7. Sam Howell, 6. In the history of the NFL, only four guys have done it more times than Sam Howell in their first 11 games. There's a stat for you. Who's leading the league in passing right now in yards? Sam Howell. Now, some of these other quarterbacks haven't played as many games. They've had a bye. Whatever. Plenty of them still haven't had their bye yet. And he's leading. He's thrown a lot, obviously. They're behind a lot, obviously. But he's doing it. He's been successful at it. You can say he's got way too many opportunities, and they're dropping him back 40, 50, 60 times a game fine, but he's successful at it. Next one, Sam Howell's 2,952 passing yards ranked fifth in NFL history through 11 games. Fifth in history. The NFL's been around for 100 years, and he's fifth. Sam Howell has a higher TD percentage. Percentage now. Now we're not even talking about um, just total yards or total attempts. Percentage of touchdowns per throws. He has a higher TD percentage than Joe Burrow, Lamar Jackson, Deshaun Watson, Jared Goff, Trevor Lawrence, and Matthew Stafford, and has a lower interception percentage than Patrick Mahomes, Josh Allen, Jalen Hurts, and Tua. So it's not just the volume, it's also the percentage that he's doing, which is which is amazing. How about some PFF stats? You don't believe just plain stats? Let's go with PFF stats. I'm not a PFF guy, but maybe you are. Sam Howell leads the NFL in passing yards. He's fifth in TD passes with 17, fifth in pass touchdown passes with 17, and has the most big-time throws via PFF at 24 of them. There's a PFF stat for you. How about under pressure just against Seattle? When he was under pressure this past week, he was 12 of 19 for 175 yards, two touchdowns, zero picks, and a 128 quarterback rating. I don't know what else I have to tell you. Okay. How about this? He's only the eighth player in NFL history to have four games of 300 plus passing yards in the first 11 games. Only the eighth in the history. He's doing things right now in his first 11 games that you can count on one hand or two hands. How many others have done it in the history of the NFL? Are you going to tell me there's been no other quarterbacks 
who have played on bad teams and they're always behind early on in their career? Of course, there's been plenty. And then how about this for next-gen stats? Sam Howell is responsible for five, five completions with a completion probability under 20% this season. That's the most in the NFL. So he's making tight window throws or almost impossible throws. He's doing it week after week after week. Sure, he's had a dud. He had a dud against Buffalo. Sure, he had a dud against the New York Giants. But in the other nine games, he's been basically amazing. So it's time to stop thinking about it anymore. I've just punched you in the face with a whole bunch of different stats. Next-gen stats, PFF stats, basic stats. I don't know what else I have to tell you if you're still doubting whether or not Sam Howell is the future of this football team. He is. And you're just going to have to get used to it. Just ask yourself this one last question before we move on from Sam Howell. If this were the 2022 draft again and the same quarterbacks were available, who's getting picked first? Kenny Pickett? Are you taking Kenny Pickett over Sam Howell? Are you taking Desmond Ritter over Sam Howell? What about Malik Willis? You taking him over Sam Howell? I don't even remember the other quarterback's name uh, who was picked ahead of him. I can't even think it off the top of my head. But the answer is he's inconsequential because you would take Sam Howell. That should be what you should ask yourself. If you had to do the draft again, Sam Howell would be the first quarterback taken He'd definitely be a first-rounder and probably be a top 10 or maybe a top five. It's just as simple as that. Get used to it. Sam Howell is here to stay. He is the present, and he is the future of this organization. He is him. All right, so let's get on to a couple of things here before we let you go. There is some other good stuff here that we want to talk about. Uh, the first one being the offense snap counts. I love to do that. This is against Seattle, of course. I love to look at it and just kind of kind of look at what was going on during the course of the game. Jahan Dotson was in on 95% of the snaps, the offensive snaps. He was in on 58 of 61 snaps. He was targeted two times, zero catches. What's going on with not targeting uh, Jahan Dotson when he's out there all the time? Uh, and then the other one that I thought was a little curious is Jameson Crowder only got six snaps. We talked about that last week, that his snap counts were going to go down because Curtis Samuel was back, and Curtis Samuel played in 51%. But Jameson Crowder got six. And then our guy, Alex Armaugh, who we love as a fullback, got six snaps as well. That's just kind of the way it is in the NFL. Nobody wants to run with a fullback. Very very few teams run with a fullback nowadays. Uh, defensively, looking at these snaps, of course, the the down at the bottom there is Emmanuel Forbes, only with those five snaps, of course. On his fifth snap is when he got the targeting call. That's a conversation for another day on whether or not he should have been injected. It's just so, uh, so random that who gets ejected and who doesn't. And last night in the Monday night game, of course, the guy had a worse hit than Forbes did. He didn't get ejected. Got the penalty. Should Forbes have gotten a penalty? 100%. Ejected? No. Although I did call it when it first happened. I said, uh-oh, they're going to throw him out. Sure enough, like two minutes later, they threw him out. Um, but then uh, you see the young guys, the the defensive ends, Andre Jones Jr. and uh, K.J. Henry. They only got 16 and 12 snaps, respectively, not very much. The one I will always point to here is Fedarian Mathis, who got 18 snaps. 
This is your second round pick who was supposed to be uh, supposed to be some sort of stud here. And I screamed from the top of my lungs, why are you drafting a tackle when you already have two tackles? Some said he's supposed to be a replacement for pain. Well, then don't re-sign pain. And if he had so much, such a great year that you had no business, well, that's that's on you. That's a you problem. I'm not talking about you all who are watching. I'm talking about the front office. That's a them problem. They didn't have the foresight to know that Deron Payne is good enough and they're going to want to resign him. And then so therefore you don't need to pick another defensive tackle who's going to give you 18 plays a game. A second rounder. That's not using your draft capital very wisely. All right, so what's the problem this season? The offense is obviously not the problem. They're kind of humming along. At least Sam Howell is. Turnovers are getting them. But defense. Defense has been obviously atrocious. Coming into the game against Seattle, the Seahawks were 17th in points, 23rd in rushing, 19th in passing, and 20th overall. That was their ranking in the league. So not a very good offense. Bottom third of the league in most categories. And yet what happens in this game, Washington gave up a season-worst 489 yards of offense, a season-worst 27 first downs, 6.6 yards per play allowed, their second-worst of the year, a season-worst 369 net passing yards. And they allowed four plays of 20-plus yards and 10 plays of 15-plus yards against the Seattle team offense that was not very good. How bad was Geno Smith struggling before he came in? His previous four games, he had six interceptions and two fumbles, and people were laughing at the Seahawks for signing him to that big contract. Who's laughing now? Washington is a get-right defense, and that's kind of sad. Uh, and then here's here's a stat I'm about to show you that's just going to blow your mind. It's going to blow your mind. Check this out. Uh, let's look at it right here. Look at this stat. Touchdowns allowed from outside of the red zone. This is every team in the NFL. For example, Baltimore, Kansas City, Vegas, Detroit, Miami, Cincinnati, and Arizona have all given up two touchdowns outside of the red zone. So big plays, over 20 yards they've given up. Only two. And then you got all these other teams, and you go two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. Eight is the highest, except for Washington. Washington's all by itself down at the bottom there. 12 plays outside of the red zone they've given up touchdowns to, i.e. big plays, big touchdown plays. That's insane. That's not even close to any of these other teams. The Denver defense, which we were all calling historically bad after they gave up 70 to the Dolphins, they don't even have that many big plays given up. Crazy, if you're asking me. So obviously the defense is really what is slowing this team down. Last thing I want to talk about here before we let you go, and before we do let you go, just remember that this is brought to you by Bet Online. Cam Cheeseman, we got to start talking about him. We got to start talking about him at some point. He has not been good. Number one, the first thing, and again, this is a PFF stat. Uh, I don't reference PFF stats unless it bolsters my argument. So in this case, it bolsters this argument. He is dead effing last in PFF rankings for special teamers. Not just long snappers, 
all special teamers, he's dead last with like a 27-something rating. He has not been good. Watch the game against the Seahawks. Watch the snaps on the um, the punts to Tressway. He had to jump a couple of times for him. And then watch them on the extra points and field goals. Tressway is saving his butt from getting called out even worse because Tressway is picking him up off the ground and getting the hold down for Joey Sly. He's picking him up from way over on the side, snagging it and getting it down for Joey Sly. And Tressway is saving Cheeseman's butt. And I don't get it. That's your only job. You don't have to sit there and work on offenses and and learn learn progressions like the quarterback. You don't have all you got to do is snap the ball. It shouldn't be that hard. And it's driving me crazy. Remember, he was a fourth round pick, I believe. Maybe it was a fifth round. Whatever draft, whatever round, they moved up to get him to draft him even though they had a good one on their roster in Sunberg, although Sunberg did have some injury issues. But still, you can literally find long snappers sitting out at the Home Depot, you know, waiting to be called upon to do some manual labor. It's not that difficult of a job. I could go do it right now. I could go be a long snapper. Not really. You know what I'm saying. But anyway, uh, appreciate, again, all of you all checking us out. Always. Check us out here on our channel. Hit that like, hit that subscribe. Remember, we're here every single day, 7.30 p.m., Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, live at 7.30 p.m., Thursday, Friday, Saturday, we'll have a game preview for the Giants. Sunday, we'll have our watch party live stream. Come on out and hang out with us. It's a great time, regardless of how the commanders are doing. We have a blast watching the game, calling the game, reacting to the game. And again, we appreciate everybody. And this was uh, brought to you by Bet Online. Until next time, be a fan.